Blog Talk Radio. It's like you're looking through a telescope. You see where you're going to be. Growing, getting better. You're not the person they see. Can't be mad at the things you've been through. Because they built your love so. Now you're stronger than you've ever been. They can't Hello, everyone, and welcome to the live episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. Rodney and I want to thank you guys uh, for tuning in. I'm getting, we, we of course, Blog Talk Radio again, but we just learned, 3542, that we have a new call-in number. How awesome is that to find out as soon as we are going live? So I am connecting, and Rodney, if you're there, I am sending this number to you again. I see that I put one too many numbers in there. So let's see here. I just tagged you on. Um, hey, Rodney. Can you hear me, Timmy? I can. I just pulled you in. 
I the only reason I I just happened to look up and saw am I on the thought am I on the wrong link because that's not our number, and they changed it and nobody has told me anything so of course I am pissed off and yes we will be changing from Blog Talk Radio because you know we've been having issues with them anyway so I finally got it fixed but nobody said well oh you're gonna have a new number <laughs> so how about that. But you know what? I'm in this mindset where I'm going to be pissed, but I'm not going to live on it. I'm going to do what I need to do to correct it and move on. Sounds like a winner to me. I just hate, and I'm going to try to, Rodney, I need to probably tag it on your page because I was just putting it out there. I don't think, let me tag you on this one. So, because I know some people may be calling, but that just means we've had, well, I guess if we're going to change anyway, we would have had a new number. So, hey, maybe this is another sign to keep it moving because I was so, so close to just saying forget it. But what I was afraid of is that I wouldn't be able to get all the shows that we had done, like download them. Mm. So I was talking to a young guy about it today, and he was telling me that we would be able to um get it because those those links and I didn't know this, those links go so many places without without us doing it. So I'm just gonna gradually take the time to download them myself, maybe on some kind of hard drive just because of how I am and wanna be sure that I I have them. And we probably should have did that long before because you never know about technology. So um so right now I'm tagging you uh, let's see here. Yeah, I have people calling me. Let me send the new number out, you guys. Rodney, tell us what's going on while I'm taking care of all these people that are text, text, texting me. <laughs> Seems like a whole lot is going on. <laughs> I don't, yeah, uh, I was, Lord. yeah, I tried to call the uh, old number and uh, and it went and it wouldn't work. Um, you would think that they would tell us, but oh well. But everything is good here. But, everything is good here. Uh, Nadia is not um, uh, feeling too well. Huh? Oh, Jimmy had just asked me was Nadia about two days ago. I was I don't know how Nadia came up. I think we were talking about um, Dolly, and yes, oh I know about Nadia <laughs> to the doctor. I think it was, and he had asked how was uh. Nadia doing because you should be been sick. So is she still not feeling well? Uh, we uh, took her to the doctors today, and um, she actually has a cold, and she was wheezing, and uh, uh, she has an ear infection in both ears. So, uh, which okay. I think was caused by the uh, the cold. Mhm. But nevertheless, uh, she she I mean she's still herself though. She just. Uh, Dealing with the ailments at the moment. Did we lose you, Rodney? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh yeah, we can now. It went out. Oh yeah, she's she's just dealing with the little cold and everything, but she she's doing good. Mary's doing good. Everything is good on okay. this end. How are you all doing? Oh, it's the same. Life is um, just kind of happening, and so. Dolly is doing good. She actually went to um, a checkup today, and 
and and got a good clean bill of health and so she's um she's doing pretty good i know you and i have been talking to kind of wanting to keep an eye on that i still keep kind of waiting because you know with the shots and things like that but thus far still like no cold or anything like that and she's coming up on a year old here january 11th so we are uh, getting it seems like that time went by so quick we're getting ready for just a little small, you know, gathering just to kind of celebrate her first year of life. But I'm just still enjoying being a grandma. My only regret, and I know some people are going to be like, you're crazy, but is that I, I could get her more. Like, I wish I could literally have her every day. Um, yeah. But my, my brat babies, <laughs> they won't, they don't want to let it go like that. So... It's always it's always um, easy to say that to me when you don't get them every day. I don't know, y'all be hating to take her back. She <laughs> is at that age where now now trust me, I, I I do think like Lord, how do they do this? Because she does leave you tired, um, or me tired. I don't know. Like you know, when I do have her all day, it's just like, oh my goodness, could I do this every day all day again? But I think that, you know, like we just adjust. You just you just adjust and do what you need to do. And the joy in, I think, being older and a little bit more wiser, that you do it differently. Mm-hmm. You, you do it with this uh, sense of um, awareness. Maybe that's the word. You do it with this sense of, aware, of awareness and just thankfulness that you can do it, that, that you are here to see it that you get to to do it. And that's how, that's what I think I mean when I'm telling people about, I was just talking to a lady the other day about how different it is through my lens, through my eyes, seeing Zali respond and learn and grow. Like she's to this age now, which is just so adorable to me. I mean, but, but we still, we still do what we need to do with her. But like she knows this ownership thing. She knows, like, mm-hmm. for instance, if you want, she she knows that I want that. She's she whatever her language is in her little mind, but for mine, it's like she knows she wants it. And so when you take when you take it, she's literally trying to get it back and crying. Whereas a few months back, she didn't understand that. Hey, I want this, you know. And they're taking yeah. it. She just, but um, so to see that it has it has made me search even the more about, you know, the mind, the delta, and, it, and I, I was looking things up, not just necessarily for Zali in that age, but even for us as adults, because when I was doing some research, because um, I got some fun things coming with, with Zali and I that we're working on, so I was doing some research, and it was saying how babies, um, their first few years they're in like a delta they're really sleep with their eyes open and so they are kind of they are seeing things they're inter- interacting with the environment but they're doing it um kind of like in the twilight zone you know as they as they progress and so they 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 just they take in and they 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 have these feelings and they kind of go by experiences and so it's a lot more to it, but it made me think about us as a, as adults, especially in the Bible says, you know, about not being childlike. And if you think of, of babies being in this, that they're 
they're asleep with their eyes open. So they're, mm-hmm. and I think that's where a lot of us have, have gotten today, right? And we're just kind of, we're living life in this um, sleep mode with eyes open, but unlike babies, I think we're stuck there where babies have an opportunity to make a choice and if we help them, uh, help them to grow and not get stuck in, in, in whatever happens to them in that, in that uh, first tender years because it also talks about um, how if we're not careful as parents, those experiences and those things that happen to them, they can get stuck there and never truly really grow beyond those places. Mm. And so um, I have just been been looking that up because it is so fascinating to see her start to comprehend some things. And um, like I went over in my badge, she loves my badge. She just loves to play with it. That's another thing that I found so interesting is that we go buy things and the things they want to play with, like the remote control the phone, my badge, my eyeglasses are things that we already have around. Like we literally <laughs> had toys spread out for her on the floor. It put a little blanket down and where does she go? She wants my, my badge. She wants my eyeglasses. She wants the remote control. Then why are we buying all these things? <laughs> you know? And so <laughs> even that in itself is just hilarious to me. It's just, it's just, it's really just, amazing to see um, the progress and it makes makes me think about adults and you know how we got to process it um, and then how even it's different for me thinking about seeing Brandon grow up for some reason I just did not see it in the way I see it today with her and I don't I don't know why other than maybe like I said maybe just a little older and wiser and aware um, of it, but it's really interesting to see. So, so I say to the parents, um, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I I'd say just be careful how you parent, because I think as parents we can um, help them become, but we can also tamper and stop their emotional, mental growth. Um, so, Tammy, I'm going to jump know, in here if you don't mind. Please do, because you're the parent. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you say that because uh, we, we kind of have the same, the same thoughts, and um, to Maria's family, um, you know, they like to buy a lot of things, right? A lot of things for Nadia. Mm-hmm. And I think they think that I'm trying to be funny, but, but I'm really not. But I always tell them, you know, there's, oh, I, I'm going to buy this, I'm going to buy that, I'm going to buy And I'm always like, you know what? If you do, keep it at your house. And I watch Nadia while she's here, and... Nadia refuses to play with her toys. Every now and then she'll pick one up, but she is so curious that um, it's like I know what blocks are. I know what 
stuffed animals are. I know what toys are, but I, but let me see. I, I see you all with the remote. Let me see what the remote is about. I see you all on the phone. Let me see what this phone is about. So she 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 goes to everything that um, you don't want her to play with or don't want her to touch. Like Nadia is content playing with shoeboxes. Nadia is content with playing with her uh-huh. bowls, right? But we as people have been trained to take away our children's freedom. We have been trained to believe that we have to go out and spend a lot of money in order for people to be happy instead of trying to learn and accept people for who they are. We are determined to to make children like certain things or want to be certain certain ways. Like, give you another example. This morning, I had to take Nadia to the doctor, right? And mm-hmm. Nadia does not like getting her hair done. Guess what? I'm not about to fight with Nadia over her hair. If Nadia does not want her hair done, Cool with me. It is. It, it is. It is not the worst thing in the world. And she's only one. Nobody cares. Well, some people do, but it shouldn't matter. When Nadia goes out in public, Nadia is very nice. Nadia is friendly. She waves to people. Those are the things that we should focus on. But we have been trained to believe that the best thing for our child or our children is to take away their freedom. We we take away their 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 freedom to think. We mm. instead of building on their curiosity, instead of building on their suspicions, we take away we we take it away from them. And if you notice, we do the same thing to adults, we do the same thing to our siblings, we do the same thing to our colleagues, our coworkers, um, you know, our friends, and so that's why if people don't do what we want them to do or they don't handle the situation how we think that they should handle or how we want them to handle it, or if they don't pick the mate that we want them to pick, that's so then that leads to me and you sitting over here talking about somebody who we said is our friend because we don't like what they did. It's, it's not our decision. And for me, as long as you don't do anything to negatively impact me or somebody I care about, I could care less what you do. It, it, ha- it, has, it has nothing to do with me. If I think that it is something that is going to harm you, yes, I might say something if, I, if we are on that level. But to sit and constantly tell people or put people in a box, I was listening to the radio I was listening to the radio today on the way home and they were talking about social media and and the impact of social media and the question was do you <clears throat> do you feel some type of way if your family members or friends don't follow you on social media or they or they defriend you right and we live in such um, such a world that if 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 I don't have enough likes, I don't feel valued as a person. 
I don't feel enough. I don't feel important if not enough people like my status. Where I could post something very meaningful, and one person can like it. And instead of focusing on the fact that hey, this may have touched one person, I focus on the fact that I have a thousand friends and only one of them liked it. But if that one person who likes it is a celebrity, all of a sudden it changes how I feel about that post. If if I post something and Tammy's the only one that likes it, oh well, you know that's Tammy. That's you know that's my friend. You know Tammy likes everything that I post. Blah blah blah. But if I post something and I get a like from Jay Z, all of a sudden, oh snap. And it's only one person. But we we have we, we have gotten to a point where our value as human beings is determined by what other people think about us, how other people treat us, how other people view us. So we allow other people to put us in a box and then we put other people in the box. And I watch my daughter and I, I I do not bother I, because I'm curious to see. Now, I, I don't let her go and, and harm herself, but I'm always curious to see what is her next move as a one-year-old. What's her next move? What is she thinking? And unless she's going to harm herself, like, for example, Nadia does not like to be held. And she's even got to a point now when we're walking to the car in the morning, she doesn't want me holding her. <clears throat> she wants to walk to the car. And other than the stairs, I let her. And she doesn't want to hold my hand. But, I mean, she has to. But she doesn't want to hold my hand. But we take people's freedom away. And we have to stop doing that. We have to allow people to be themselves, to be who they want to be. Even if it means they're not going to grow up and be the person that that we thought that they would be or the person that we want them to be. I found that the best way to help people is to educate them and let them make their own decisions. When, when, uh, I don't know if you've seen, uh, Um, there's a uh, there's a show it's fairly new it's called Godfather of Harlem it's on epics and the main character is a guy named Bumpy Johnson and and it's based on the true story and there's a guy um, there's a mob guy a mob boss in the movie Italian guy who hated black people so much that his daughter fell in love with the black guy. Of course, he goes after the guy to kill him. And he had already killed one of the daughter's boyfriends. But because he uh, failed to realize that his daughter was in love with this black guy and there was nothing that he could do about it, he drove his daughter almost to suicide. She tried to kill herself. Because 
she wanted her to live her life a certain way. She wanted to be with this black guy, and her dad was trying to kill him. Not because he harmed her daughter, but just because he was black. And it drove her daughter, it, it drove his daughter to almost taking her own life. Wow. Um, I'm going to back up, Ronnie, to what you said about Nadia. Um, you were commenting on, on me talking about Zali and the things that she prefers to play with, uh, opposed to mm-hmm. playing with things that have been purchased for her. Um, and I, I noticed that you said she wants what she sees us with, like the phone, the remote, and all of that. And so going back to my making the statement of my research about the Delta and the, and the state of saying that our young people, the babies, first couple of years that they are sleep, basically, mentally sleep, but with their eyes open, um, and that they pay attention, you know, their, their feelings are based on they pay, or what they pay attention to, their experiences. So with those experiences, they are internalizing everything. So going back to what you said, if Nadia and Zali is seeing me, Zali's parents, you, y'all's parents, with these things, so that's her connection. You guys, you are her. From you, you are familiar to her eyes, sleep or not. So you are familiar, and what you're doing and how you're doing it is also familiar. So take they're like sponges. Their minds are like sponges. So take that with your big, let's let's get off the kids for a minute. Let's go to us as adults. Think about when we were that age, if we were asleep with our eyes open, internalizing everything around us, what our our mom, what our dad went through, what they did, how we felt them feeling, what we seen them (coughs) using and playing with. And for the most part, from what I remember, um, not so much in my world, in my little world, but I'll just say I remember what Miss Erlene said to me as, as far as Brandon. Don't, don't tell him no. When he wants to touch and feel things, let him do it. He will, that, that's how he learns. So if it's something that you don't want to get broken or you don't want him to get hurt, move it. And as he grows, mentally, socially, whatever, then you bring those things back out. And so that's, that's <clears throat> what I did. Um, what I think that led to seeing the Brandon now, he is the, one of the most fearless young, ma- young men that I know. Like he thinks that he can do it all. And and that's okay. So some I do think it needs to be balanced in that as well. But he doesn't feel limited. Like sometimes even now, I heard him say something today, and in my mind, I'm like, you are crazy. You're not going to be able to do that. But to him, he's <laughs> going to be able to do it. <laughs> and I didn't verbalize it, but I'm, I'm thinking to myself, this child is crazy. And so fast forward, I remember my brother coming over with one of his best friends in his little girl was about four at the time. And so I have a lot of stuff in my house that, that, that she could have broken. And so he was, every time she would want to touch something, he would say, 
no, don't do that, no, do that. And I was like, no, I'll just go around with her and let her touch and feel, hold, whatever. And I was right there with her. So, And that's what she did. You guys, she walked around. She touched things. She felt. She summed it up in her own little way. And after a while, she was done. Like, okay, I've seen all, but we have to imagine ourselves in their state of mind. So we need to do the same things as adults because so often as adults, we forget that when we were asleep with our eyes open, and let's just face it, a lot of us did not have the best childhood. So imagine what you internalize. Imagine what your feelings, um, what, how your experiences affected your feelings and the association and the memories that came from that. Imagine that. And sometimes we don't move beyond that. And Rodney, you said about the hair, about Nadia's hair. Most times we're worrying about how people are going to look at us or what they're going to think about us. Because believe it or not, I've been that person that judged that mom. Why don't she comb that baby's hair? Not realizing that maybe that baby didn't want their hair combed, and she needs to understand what not combing your hair means. Just like with the hot thing, Mm -hmm. we told kids all along, don't touch it, it's hot. Don't touch it, it's hot. The only time Brandon himself... When he never touched my curling iron again was, guess what, when one day Mama forgot that she had put it in and there, and he went his little stuff in there, and he touched the iron. I never had to tell him again. <laughs> yes, now, did he, did he have a little burnt finger? Absolutely. Nothing that some cold water and a little cocoa butter didn't, didn't, didn't fix. But guess what? Mama never had to say, that iron is hot. And so you're right. We take away... A child's pure essence, we, just as we have taken away, in my opinion, the essence of a woman and the, and the, the authority of a man. Rodney, I saw a, a, a sermon that I wanted to send you the other day, and I just kind of ran up on it, and I was going to ask your opinion of it. It was 45 minutes long, and, and it took everything I could to listen, but I wanted to hear this, and I heard a pastor saying that, the head of the house is the person who has the most vision. And I'm like, what? Mm. What? And I think that we, we are doing that, and we have did it, and we've allowed, especially us as, as, as women, to just have that pure essence of a woman and the beauty and the strength that we bring to society to be taken away because we want to be a man. And we want to do, and, I'm not, and I don't think that, that that makes us less than men or not equal to, I just think there's a place. And I think when, mm-hmm. when, when we as women recognize that that place does not devalue you or it does not make you less than your man, it does not make you any less valuable or appreciated, it just means the roles are different. And so, yes, when I was younger and foolish and I would hear my grandmother say, a woman can't do what a man can do. And it doesn't mean that that man should do it. But that's not my issue. That's not my problem because I'm not a man. 
And so we taking that I don't we we did not plan to start with with our babies, but because of the technical technical difficulties, you know, just had to kill some time and started this story. But I'm glad we started there because we are in a mess, and that's why I wanted to come back. Rodney and I were off until the till next year. Like we were we were kind of over this and done until next year. But my eyes are seeing so much that they cannot understand, they cannot comprehend. And some some days I wake up without meditation and really just getting into myself internally and just being Tammy and not giving, and I'm going to say it like I want to say it, not giving a damn about what the next person thinks because that next person, they don't have their shit together. So how are you over here in mind? <laughs> That's just where I've come, you guys. And it is the most freeing experience. I thought that I had evolved. I thought that I had transformed. But there is something about these last six months of 2019 that has set this girl on another path of freedom that people are not ready for. And the one of the main things is that I have truly just gotten over myself. Like I have truly just recognized some things in me that come from my um, association to my memories, to my experiences, to what my eyes seen far too soon from everything that, Life kept me from doing, and not not life as on my own, but the life of yes, my parents. <clears throat> so much happened, even at a young age. I can remember saying, "Kids are people too." Like, what makes you think that? For instance, when you would hear young people say that they are um, in love, maybe at fifteen or sixteen. And the first thing that adults will say is, no, you're not. No, you're not. You don't know what love is. Well, maybe they do. Maybe this is 16-year-old love. And to, and to say that, imagine what that does to their mental state rather than saying, well what, well, well, what does that feel like to you? What does being in love feel like to you? Because we just might learn something. I can remember it with Brandon and his very first girlfriend for they dated all through well through high school about 16 up through college and I remember the question he asked me why why does everybody expect us to fail because what they were saying oh when he goes off to college he's you won't he he's mm. going to forget about you and and he looked at me Finally, just and said, Mom, why do they think that? Why do they say that? And so imagine what that plants in, in, in their mind, her as this young girl, you know, who this guy has been nothing but very respectful. I mean, and those same people, some of those same people would talk about how, uh, how much of a gentleman he was with her. Like I could remember the first time because he would go pick her up and she lived quite a ways. Um, and take her home. Well, one night she wanted to drive, and so her parents let her. 
well, Brandon comes in, she's being home a certain time. Mom, can I at least follow her halfway home? Because she had about a 25, 30-minute drive, and it's approaching 12 o'clock because she had to be at home at 12. And I said, absolutely. So happened that night, she hit a deer. But this, mm. they, saw, they saw all of this, and rather than getting these two young people and saying, you know what, this, 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 and the other relationship is hard, but you guys can do this. So I don't know, but I'm just saying, who, who knows? But we have to watch our words. More importantly, for those who do not watch their words, when they're speaking to you, make sure that you do. Make sure that you take them in, chew them up, spit them out, record them coming back at you, and keep only what needs to be kept according to who you are, where you're going, what you want to do, and who you want to be. Because I tell you, the more I search inward, I find out that I am, I am nowhere near where I want to be. And a lot of it comes from trying to satisfy people, trying to live the life that people want you to live, trying to make sure people who will never be happy happy, trying to make sure that they are okay, and in doing so, losing myself. So I'm glad that we started there, Rodney, with the babies, because it's a great way to start. And before I turn it back over to you, I want to share something that, and I hope it's okay because I did not ask for permission to share this, but I'm going to read this really quick. Um Oh, gosh, if I could think of the baby's name. Okay, there it is. Let me find it, and I'm going to read something. And then I have one more thing to share, but I'm going to turn it back over to you first, and then, um, all right, so let me pull this up. Okay, so um, it says, guess what, y'all? Sway ain't. Sway ain't got the answers, and we don't either. One thing I've recently found solace in in is learning better ways of self-reflection. I'm beginning to come to terms with who I am versus who I thought I was, and what I am finding out isn't always satisfying, but eye-opening nonetheless. I wish people talked more about feelings of jealousy disappointment, regret, shame, sadness, dissatisfaction, etc. They are negative. They are negative emotions, but they are also normal. A lot of us are walking around here feeling like we're doing something wrong because we aren't happy every day. But sometimes you got to sit with those feelings to figure them out. Please share an uncomfortable discovery you learned about yourself this year in the comments. And so on this link, people are commenting um, of some things that they found out about themselves. So I did as well. But, of course, you know I had to kind of start from a, another place. And what was interesting, I have not seen a post from this, this person in quite a while. But yesterday I was thinking the very same thing but really geared towards another group of people, mainly about um, 
I see so many young girls. I was thinking about a young girl that, that has grown up around me, and she recently had a baby and not married, um, young, still in college, and it happens. I get it. But I thought, what if we really told the truth or allowed young girls to see the struggle that a single mother or father has day to day with a really, really, really want to become a single mom? Because it's almost like you, you don't see and get to hear those things truly that you go through the silent tears, the things you go without, you don't see that. So my response was, love this. I called her name, and because I haven't asked to share it, I, I won't. I don't think she minds, but I, I don't want to do it without asking. I said, there is not enough space for me to express all the things that I've learned about myself. But you are right. I was in thought about this yesterday, thus making seeing your message today interesting. It has helped me to embrace the negative emotions, and this is about, you know, learning about myself. It has helped me to embrace the negative emotions and work to determine what experiences and feelings the emotions are attached to. I have also learned that some of them are also attached to a person that I was, that I was just, I don't know what I meant by that. Oh, that I needed more from that I was with or needed more from. So I've been trying to let the emotion come but be intentional about not reliving the experience or having the pity party. This world has taught us to deny negative feelings and emotions, but it is impossible and likely the cause of a lot of depression. There is so much more to say, but I'll end with this. I learned that I was selfish, I was judgmental, controlling, and manipulative, manipulative, just to name a few. To everyone who shared something they've learned, this means we are normal and on the right path. I tried to deny my faults far too long, and so that was that. And that uh, that is in itself was freeing because we sometimes don't want to get caught up or or realize that our shit stinks just like everybody else's. I saw a post a few weeks ago said, we're all crazy, so we're not in competition. We can stop trying to pr- prove that we're not or we don't have some days where we're not forgiving or we're not a little selfish or we're not a little judgmental because to deny those things means that we will never grow in those areas. To deny that I'm not sometimes controlling, to deny sometimes that I don't set manipulation up. And watch it play itself out. That's crazy. But once it's like you see these things in yourself, it's very, very freeing. So I'll come back, Rodney, back over to you. Tammy, uh, something came to me earlier today. And I was wondering if it would tie into um, anything that we talked about tonight. And I think it. I think it does. I think it goes into um, the the why behind everything you just said, um, why we can't get to that place, why we struggle to get to that place. And it's actually a, a sports reference, so I know my man Trent will, will, will understand where I'm coming from. 
Um, but I think the reason why it is so difficult for us to get to that place is because most of us, um, most of us focus on the highlight reel versus the game film. Meaning, if you look at any sporting event, or let's say it, right right now is prime NFL football season is almost over, but it's football season, so let let's go with football. <clears throat> A football game is four quarters, 15 minutes a quarter, right? And if you take out the commercials and the half times and the breaks, it's exactly one hour, right? Most people want to focus on the highlights, the most Fascinating plays. Uh, if you look at Sports Center, the top ten plays of the week, those are the things that we want to focus on. Is they're usually positive. Every now and then, you know, there's a blooper, but we only want to focus on the main plays. We only want to focus on those things that, you know, capture people's attention in a second or two, those plays that, you know, that are going to get the oohs and the ahs, right? And that's how we live our lives. We only want people to see the highlights. We don't want to go and review the entire film after the game because if I go back and review the entire film, I'm going to, see all of my mistakes too. I'll see the highlights, but I'll see the mistakes too. I'll see where I missed a block. I'll see where I threw it to a guy who was double covered, but there was a guy wide open and I missed him. I'll see where I dropped the ball. I'll see all of the things that I don't want to see. And I also know if I go back and look at the entire game film. Not only am I going to see the good and the bad, I'm also going to be challenged to fix the bad and improve on what was good, which requires more work. But in order for any team or any player to be successful, they have to go back and review the entire game film and then come up with a plan and then go out and practice that plan for a whole week and then try to execute it again the next Sunday. But most of us don't want to do that. It requires too much work. We'd rather deal with the plays that people are going to be talking about at the barbershop or the plays that people are going to be talking about at work. Translation, us as people, we hide everything that we think people are going to judge us on. We only show people the highlights. 
And and <clears throat> something else, if you think about kids playing high school sports, what do they send to colleges? They don't send them everything. They send them a highlight tape. Why? Because you want these people to see, and granted, I, I understand, you want them to see the best of you. But we do that in life, and we get to a point where we forget that this is not the complete us. We get so caught up in our highlight moments that we forget to work on the small things. We forget (coughs) to address our biases. We forget to address the jealousy, the envy, our laziness. We we forget about all of these little things that if we would just take the time and look at the entire picture, look at the entire Rodney, (coughs) because if 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 I'm honest with myself, I know that there are things that I need to do better. But if I always show my highlight tape and shine the light on your mistakes or mishaps, then I feel like I don't have to ever address mine. So it's hard to get to that place where you said that you've gotten to because we don't want to be honest with ourselves. Because as long as I'm not honest with myself, I don't have to be honest with you either. And so, we, Rodney, so don't you think we just keep running this rat race amongst each other? We're all trying to, um, I call it people of the lie. We've talked about that on, on the show. People, There's actually a book that is just titled People of the Lie. But, but I read about it in The Road Let's Travel Further and Beyond. And it talks about these people who no matter what, um, no matter what, they are going to deny anything that calls them, that eliminates their highlight tape, Rodney. Whereas when you are, the normal thing to do is, Per this book, that most most that we most most of us should say, okay, you know what, this this is an area in my life that I need to work on, that I need to acknowledge that there's some there's some there's some issues going on here. But that person that will deny it, no matter what, like, have you been in a in a disagreement or an argument with someone? That you you like I know you got to see this. What is wrong? Like you know that you have to at least see some of this or some of your fault in this, and they won't. They mm-hmm. won't. And before I turn it back over to you, which is why you have so many failed relationships because we give these guys and 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 then guys give these women their highlight tape. Oh, yeah, wherever you want to eat, baby, yeah, you want to go there? Sure. You want to go see your mom? Sure. You want to go? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then when 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 they have accepted you to the college, so you think that's when, oh, go see your mom. Mm-mm, we're not going to see your mom. You want to go play? No, I don't want chicken today. Uh-uh, no. <laughs> and that's what we do. So back over to you. I see we got Mr. Loisana on the phone. (laughs) You know, I'm trying to mess with the name. (laughs) 
Hey, listen, don't Mr. talk about my Mr. man. Nolan. Mr. Nolan. <laughs> what's up, what's up, brother Trent? You on you on, you on the line? <laughs> what's going on, brother? I'm ignoring what Tammy's talking about here. Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> How you been, man? All right. Look, don't be showing us this highlight voice. Give us this Nolan's voice. Don't try to act like you're New York. Come on. Tammy, you've spoken. Tammy, you've spoken to me a thousand times, and you know I sound the exact same way. So stop it. <laughs> no, How you but that doing? Was, uh, How you doing? I'm doing okay. Doing okay. That was, Rodney. Yeah. That was a great analogy, man. That was a great analogy. And as you were, you know, you were presenting this and talking about this, I'm saying to myself, you know, a ton of a ton of folks, me included, I've done this. Look what I've done instead of look what I've learned or look what I'm learning. Mm. Look what I've done. Look I what like I've that. done. But opposed to look what I'm learning or look what I've learned. And and continuously moving forward on a, a you know, a positive progression. So, I mean, man, that was that really that really took me somewhere. Look what I've done. Look at me. Look at me. Opposed to mm-hmm. what I've learned, I'm learning and, and, and passing that on. So that was great, man. You, you were absolutely right. That was really you know straight forward with me. And uh, that that was pretty good, real real good. But what, what caught me was you know. Um, when you guys change the number, yeah, I need to call the brother. I know I haven't spoken to you guys in a minute, but I'm calling the other we number for a minute. <laughs> we, change, we, we didn't know the number had changed. Tell <laughs> we didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't leave blog talk. I saw the I saw the tag and I'm like, all right. So I have the you know I have the other number programmed in my phone. So I'm like, I'm dialing this number. and I'm like, what's that? <laughs> then right I was like, oh, okay, there it is. So that was good. It's always good to yeah, be call- man. And, uh, good. No, I was gonna say I called the old number and the guy said uh, this number doesn't work or something. I was like, what? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly, man. But I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, come on and then, you know, I, I saw the topic, random thoughts. Random conversation with you guys, and you know, saying don't give up and and whatnot, and that's what drew me to it. You know, I've been going through it the past eight months. And um, Rodney, I really appreciate you know your text, man, in the middle of the night, uh, just a random text out of nowhere, just to check on the brother. And I really appreciate that. That, me- that meant a lot to me. I just wanted you to know that. Hey, no that problem, man. We got to be for each other. That meant a lot. So, but it's good. It's good. How you doing, Tammy? Miss Memphis. I'm great. I'm great. And um, if you don't mind, I know that. And I and if you do, and if this is not a good time, don't worry about it. But I do know that we have um, one of our listeners, young brother, who is grieving the loss of a parent. And um, mm-hmm. and I know you have. You know you you're going through this. So can you, grief is one of the things that, that I have on my list tonight. I don't know if we'll get to it, but, but, but that's okay because the timing is now um, as far as what you can share, especially to a young brother. 
because you know with the with with this world going back to this world how this world says you know men don't cry men don't feel you know take it take it like this and do this and do that talk to the young brother tonight as i see he's on i'm um unfortunately i'm in i'm in stage three of grief and loss but i'll um you ask, I'll, I'll, I'll give him some encouragement. I'm still in that stage of disbelief. and But what I can say is that for losing both parents and losing, as you know, Tammy and Rodney, and my mother was everything to me, as I was to her. All I could say is, like a friend told me, which is Tammy on the phone, just grab a hold to the memories. That'll keep you smiling. And some of the good memories that'll keep you smiling. And that's what's been getting me through. It's been extremely hard this last six months. But, brother, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out. It's going to be fine. And I can't say each day gets easier because if you were as close to your parent as I was to mine, you know, all I can say is it's gonna get get a little little better over time. But you have your own time in grief. You have your own time in there's this thing called the five steps of grief and loss. If you repeat those steps fifty times, you'd be okay. That's your fifty times. You don't go on nobody else's standings. You don't go on anybody's standards. You should be over this in eight months, nine months. 10 months. If it takes you five years, you take that time. Because it's your grief. It's not theirs. I'm going to continue to listen, and I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, Trey. Hey, we appreciate Trey, it. We always appreciate you, man. All right, man. Love y'all, man. Love you Love too, you. brother. Okay. Um, hey, man, I know you said you asked me what they yeah, um, I, since we kind of touched on grief, I just want to um, let's let's talk about it a little bit more. Um, I had, as far as I knew, <coughs> you guys, I had I I thought I had this grief thing under control, with the exception of uh, the loss of my grandmother. And I'm glad Trent said if it takes you five years because I lost my grandmother in fifth grade and just a few years ago I was and I think I've shared this on as well but just a few years ago at family reunion sitting across the table from um, two of my favorite guys my dad and, and my son I found myself sitting there in tears talking to both of them saying the older I get the more I miss her, I miss my grandmother, and I and I, I need her. Like I had, it had, it was getting really, really strange that I, I, it was as if I had started to hear her voice. And mind you, like I mean, I would would see and hear things that she was saying to me as a little girl. You know, these empowering things and just putting things in in your mind and telling you what to do here. And so I, had, it was like as I had started reliving those things. And so for the first time ever, because. My dad Noah has been struggling with that for a very long time. And again, you guys taking it back to being so young, 
the way it was handled at that time, like nobody talked to me about it. I lived with my grandparents. So, of course, I'm looking. I remember standing before her. She's gone. She's she's deceased, but they had not picked her body up. I'm a young girl in fifth grade, and I'm standing at her bed side, and my 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 words are, "What's going to happen to me? You cannot go. What will happen to me?" So nobody talked to me about anything. Life just happened, and as I'm older now, I know that has happened over and over again with young people. Like they lose parents, they lose dear people to them. And nobody ever says a word. Nobody talks about, like Trent said, the five stages of grief with these young people. So imagine as adults what it does to us, what it does to young people. So fast forward, um, there is, again, with the exception of my grandmother, I have been handling death really well. When someone passes away, okay, you know, it happens. We live. We die. So <coughs> this past Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving week, I on Tuesday before Thanksgiving, I was working and I was, uh, it was really slow. So I was kind of making a list of people that I was going to call back. And the list was pretty long. And I listed the name Deborah. And this is Tuesday. And Deborah had, had called me probably a week or so before that, maybe a week, a few days or whatever. And it had been that long I had not called her back. And so Tuesday, I made the list. Wednesday, I did not call. It was the day before Thanksgiving. Thursday, I was, I had a very peaceful <laughs> first Thanksgiving ever that I spent alone. I did not cook. I did not even see my son. That's the first ever. So I had had this this day of just reflection and so forth, and I was having a great day. My phone rang, and it is a friend of mine, and she says, I have bad news. And I was like, what's going on? And she says, Deborah passed. And I said, Deborah who? Knowing I don't, we only know one Deborah. But in my mind, I'm like, it's not it's instantly. And, and and it went to not Deborah. I didn't call her back. And so at that point, and so this is going to be a little bit interesting because I got to see another side of these things that um, that we don't want to face. Like, I it, this one really hit me hard, and I kept thinking, why am I like? Yes, I don't want to see her leave, but I've I've had some people leave over the years, and I and I took it like a soldier, like okay, if we're gonna live, we gotta know we, we we're gonna pass on, and so it came to me later on after I just really gave it some thought that it was because I did not call her back, and how selfish is that, like. Like, how dare, and, and, and it is in a sense, and I know my heart means well, like, I, I should have called it. So it made me realize, even with my own life, you guys, that life is precious. And what, just what if 
What if the person that you love the most does not come home tonight or does, does not wake up tomorrow? What will be on your heart that you did not say, that you did not do? Because it's over at that point. I also heard Trent said when he was telling the young brother a word that, um, you know, hopefully you were as close as close to your parent as, 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 as I was, as he was. And so that made me think that, um, and I hope it's okay to share because you guys don't know who this is, but um, sometimes, too, we, like, Trent, you are blessed. You, and that's why I said you have so many great memories and that you know without a doubt that you, you did right by your mom. There are people who are, um, let's see, who want and wish they had what you had, and they don't, and that chance may be gone. Well, not maybe, that chance is gone. And so sometimes we even hurt more for what we missed because it's got to be tough for a young brother or sister. Because like the passing of, of, of my friend, she left three daughters behind, the youngest being 10th grade. And I was sharing with my friend, I said, the best way we can honor her is to make sure, to make sure that her daughters feel like they have at least two mamas left behind. Because she was just that kind of person. She was, she could light up the darkest room. Her, I remember the first time I met her, and I'm really hard. I'm, I'm hard, and especially at that time, I was hard on people back then. And I met her, and it was just for an you know, kind of quick. And I remember thinking, gosh, she has such a beautiful spirit. It's like her spirit came before she arrived in the flesh, and that after her flesh left, her spirit stayed around, that you you felt it was just, she was just that kind of person. And so how, and that's what really bothered me, how dare I not call this kind of person back? How dare it takes me over a week? And what was I doing that that would happen? And so... Fast forward, I've come across another friend, well, kind of a friend in passing, not so past as well. Fast forward, I had a classmate pass. So this is all between two days ago and one day before Thanksgiving. And so I thought, what is, what is this about? Because that's how I'm addressing life. Now, you guys, and I encourage you to do so as well. Don't reject anything. It doesn't mean you have to accept it. But what is this about? And it doesn't mean I had a a bright young man tell me that who has gone through some really hard times lately. And and I was feeling, I mean, so, so much so that I'm feeling bad. Like, gosh, I can't believe another thing is on you. And he said to me, Miss Tammy, I am not, I am not this thing 
I am not the beginning of it. I am not the outcome of it. He said, but what I am is what I become from the experience of it. And so if we would just allow ourselves to experience when we feel unforgiveness in our heart, why? Selfishness, manipulative, what is this trigger about? Because oftentimes it is tied to an emotion from somebody that hurt you or something that hurt you or somebody did something that hurt you. And in most cases, it happened at a very young age. And it just kept going. It just kept going. It just kept going. I was trying to figure out, and I'm going to turn it back over to you, Rodney. I was trying to figure out, this is when I was in my thinking mode with, you know, if we would just tell young girls how difficult it is, maybe they wouldn't have these babies. I was in my thinking mode yesterday. And I was trying to come up with, for some reason, my mind fell on autopilot and and equating that to life. And so I was I asked Jimmy some questions about, you know, the what happens when the plane's in autopilot and da 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 and it didn't satisfy me the answer at that time and then he said, Well you have to and he asked me why was I asking and I was like, Well I'm looking for something that matches this, da 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 It was like, Well, you have to think about the the joke that people tell about autopilot with planes and he said that that they only have um a co-pilot, no, they only, a plane has, when it's an all the plane needs an autopilot and a dog. I think that that's what it, something like that. And I said, what? You know, I'm like, dog. And he said, you're supposed to ask, what's the dog for? And, but, of course, I never heard the joke. So I was like, okay, what's the dog for? The dog is to bite the hand if the pilot tries to fly the plane. And I'm saying it my way, you guys, but basically what that saying is, so make this your life. This is your life. You're the pilot. There's a dog there that is, that's there so that if you try to live your life to become, to be who you, who you know you are, because I truly believe that we, we have that thing inside of us that provides us everything we need to be who we need to be. It's just like planting a rose and getting a rose, planting an orange and getting an orange. God didn't make a mistake with us. So what if you are the pilot, but when you get to do your own life, there's, there's, there's mama here, there's daddy here, there's cousin, there's son, there's daughter. Who, and I'm not calling family members dogs, so let me, let me just say that a little bit different. There's somebody here that bites your hand every time you try to take it off autopilot. <laughs> There's somebody there, again, to take it off. You know why? Because people will say that you're saying something else, and I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just trying to let people see that that's crazy, but that's what we're doing, and that's what's putting so many of us into state of depression because you you are not an you weren't planted to be an orange. Some people were, but maybe you weren't. So if you weren't, you cannot. If you're not an orange, you can't make orange juice. You may be a lemon. Go make lemonade. Because people like lemonade and people like orange juice. But you can't be at all. You mm-hmm. cannot. 
And you should not impress upon everybody and stop wanting to because the very same people that you are showing your highlights, guess what? You're seeing their highlights. But there's another tape out there that has it all. And if you stick around long enough, you won't need the tape. You'll have the real thing. And that's when relationships start to, to, to crumble. I look at people, and I was talking about, and, and I know these are stars, you guys, and I'm really going to turn it back over to you, Rodney, Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon. And it came about because I heard that Mariah's Christmas song is finally number one after like 25, 26 years. And it made me think about the interview that I saw her and Nick have some years ago. And if you would have watched that, you would have thought, this is a love that will last forever. They have this beautiful home. They they love each other. They have had communication about the do's and don'ts, the why's, the what I want, what I don't want. It appeared to be that way. But fast forward, they are raising these kids are being raised from home, house to house, as so many of our children today are. You have kids got to spend a day here, a day there, a Christmas with you, a Thanksgiving with you, because two people who thought enough of each other, maybe, to say I do and then, then have kids, which is, a, which is a big thing to me. But maybe they just saw each other's highlights. I really like how Rodney put that. And then, as, as Trent said, the sweat, <laughs> you, you, you get together before the sweat dries. And uh, I think I'm saying that right, Trent. And then before you know it, you're into some stuff, and it's like, okay, I can't get out. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know, you guys, how we ended up here. There's so much more to talk about. Um, all I can say is Rodney and I are going to have a, a two, 2020 God willing and that we're here to do this. We, we're going to have some, some deep conversations. I have been holding out some things out of respect for some people because they don't want to be caught up in this and that. Well, I'm sorry. Too late for that. Your ass is already caught up. Because it happens. I can't leave you out. I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> I'm sorry, Rodney, but that's just where I am. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of glory in my story. And I can't let, because somebody don't, uh-uh, I'm sorry. Then if you don't want it and if it, and if, it if the story is different in your eyes, feel free to come on and share it. But, baby, it's going to be out. It's got to happen. Because I cannot, I, 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 it's just got to happen. Why? Because I need my freedom. I need my freedom. And if this is the way I get it, so be it. So be it. Don't listen. Don't listen to the show and tell your folks don't listen. Tell your friends don't listen. I don't care. But this is about my breakthrough. And I don't care if people think it's selfish. Mm. Because there's a, there's a, if I can get over myself, then I can get over y'all. 
And that's just how I feel about it. And I'm getting on with myself, meaning I'm calling Tammy out. I'm no longer dealing with the Tammy that I allowed this world to create. No, I'm not. I'm like Steve Harvey. I'm just foolish enough to know that what God said is for me, it is for me. I'm just foolish enough to believe that. And so now I got to show the great people that that faith, that faith, Will not return, you know. So mm. it's it's just I'm I'm glad we're here. I'm glad we decided to come back on and do this because again, you guys, it's just and there's and my list is so long. Like I probably got 25 when I was making the list. I was like, there's no way in the world we're gonna talk about all this stuff. Just words, <laughs> just just phrases. So, but we're in a state of emergency, you guys, because look around, what's happening? You got people shooting people, killing people. Over nothing. Life means nothing to people. <clears throat> and the only way your life doesn't mean anything to someone is that their life doesn't mean anything to them. That's in spite of Facebook, Instagram, microwaves, fast food on every everything right here. But it's not enough because we were built for so much more than connecting by phone, connecting by social media. We're some front porch, sit down, talk people. Write a letter. We're that. We're those kind of people. Back over to you, Rodney. I'm gonna uh, pull uh, Trent back in as we uh, start to come to a close. Uh, Trent, you there? Yes, I'm here. Brother. I'm actually smiling. Go, right go now. ahead, brother. Um, when I left the line, I was, you know, a little emotional. But this is very exciting to hear Tammy doing straight talk, no chaser, no pun intended. Straight talk, no chaser. That sounds very familiar. <laughs> you don't give a damn or give a fuck about what nobody thinks. But every time I said it in the past, you got to you can't talk to the people like that. <laughs> Oh, this is so refreshing to me. This is it so took refreshing. Her a while, Trent. I didn't say all this that is now. So refreshing those words, to me. Don't put words into my mouth because I did not say those words. I'm not going to put the word. I'll still say it because you're probably still not there with that part. But, you know, I don't give a fuck about what nobody thinks. I will lay the emotions on the line and just put them there. And, but the, the whole thing is just like, man, Rodney, this is. This is a refined 2.0 Tammy Gator. I mean, I'm trying to figure this out right now. <laughs> I'm loving this. Trent, you woke Tamaria oh up out of her God. sleep. Tamaria woke up laughing. <laughs> oh, she said she was listening. Yeah. I just looked over. Hey, Tamaria, how are you, Tamaria? How are you, Tamaria? Good. How are you all? <laughs> now, this is a good show. I've been listening. I had my eyes closed because I had those up earlier, but a lot of what you all have been saying is spot on, and I chuckled to myself earlier, Tammy, when you mentioned a highlight reel, because I listened to a sermon, and the pastor said that today. It was on my way, um, on my way home, and so when you said it, I was laughing, like, "Hi, God, you have a sense of humor." Wow. 
it's time. It's just time, you guys. You know, to, Tammy. To I mean, you, know, you know, Tammy. You know, you know, Tammy. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, the Bible is great. We know that the, that is the greatest book on earth. I've written ten of them. I've written ten books, but the Bible is the greatest. And to hear you just speak like this, I'm going to say it here on on live radio, even though you change the number. This is a phenomenal, phenomenal woman here. I'm glad. I'm glad you're there. I'm glad you're there. I'm glad you're there. Trent, I'm glad you bring up the Bible because that's another place Stop. where I have just set myself free. I mean, seriously, like all the things that we right, run right, around, right. You, you, we can't even allow God to really reveal himself to us and allow him to change exactly. us, change those things that he Here's wants great point, though. to how change many, in us. How many, conversations, how many conversations that you had with me, just, just you and I, do we like, you know what, you know, you talking about I'm so rude and this and that. And it's, it's so refreshing to hear you speak like that and, and speak your truth and speak, this is where I'm at with this, and who's ever not long for the ride, that's just what it is. That is and, phenomenal and, and to and me. I, it, it, I mean, and it feels phenomenal. And I'm not, and, I'm and not and saying it's, 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 way. I'm not saying I, I, and I know, and I and I know, and I really do. But you guys, you you have to get to that point because, and I think that's why so many people are running around like, like you just take a look, you guys. People watch a little bit, especially us, us good old Christian folks. We we have put put ourselves in a jail that God never intended for us to be in. I, mm-hmm. I, I, there's, there's a lady that I love dearly. I've known her for several years, several, several years. We've never met, but I feel like I know this lady so well. She's older than I am. Um, we've been through some things to get, we've talked through things together. I'll say that. Right. And she lost her husband a few right. years ago. And so I asked her, I said, are you dating? Because we haven't talked in a while. And and she said, no, why you ask? And I literally had someone in mind um, that I met through my sessions, through the, through the coaching sessions. And I, so I did have somebody in mind. So her response kind of put me in a, I don't know, something. She said that, no, I'm not I'm trusting in the Lord for that. I'm not lifting a finger. And that did something to me because Mm. um, what instantly came to mind was, well, you know, he can come through. God can send him UPS, Federal Express. He can can send him. But if you don't open the package, if you don't lift the finger to open the package, you ain't going to get him. And I'm not saying that to say she has to run out and, and be right. hoochie mama and try to talk to every man. But we do that to ourselves. No, I'm going to wait on God. What, for what, what a, else he, does God need to do? Right. What else does he need to do for us to get up and lift a finger? <laughs> I mean, so if funny. we, be, if we believe that he sent his son Jesus, what else does he need to do? If we believe that, he doesn't need to do anything else. All the work really should be on us, so, right? Go ahead, Trent. Exactly. Here's what's so funny. Here's what's so funny. 
and with you guys' platform and why I continuously tune in when, when I see it. I've, I've, I've been away from Facebook for a second, but when I see that and I get a notification from either Rodney or yourself, I try and I try and tune in. But here's what's so refreshing about you guys. I've been doing this for a number of years, and, you know, Tammy knows and Rodney know, I just left it and just dropped it and just walked away. But when you get messages and emails talking about people have actually, you know, witnessed you in Memphis and they're hearing you speaking on Tammy's platform and Tammy sent me a message about some, some lady talking about, you know, trend or this and that, whatever it is. But this is authentic. This is authentic stuff. And this is where people could actually really get great help. I've helped a lot of people build platforms on this same network as far as the blog talk thing. All those people are gone. You two guys mm-hmm. are still here giving potent information and helping people. That's exactly what attracted me to Tammy and attracted Tammy to me, which attracted me to Rodney. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That that that's awesome to me. That's awesome to me. It's totally off topic, but I just started thinking about it. I was like, wow, these guys have been around a minute. They've been around a minute. And they're still doing this. Everybody yeah, else like, You on. know how hard it is to come and do you know because you did it. It takes a lot of time and it takes a lot out of you. So you know because yeah, it you did it, but you you it it really especially when it's in your heart and in, and you have a passion and a love for people to grow. But 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 the reason you're seeing this side of him because I realize I can't help you grow if I don't give it to you how you receive it. Amen. I got to be able yep. to give it mm-hmm. to you how you receive it. So that means I might have to cuss you out for you to listen. <laughs> And, 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 and guys, Tammy do, Tammy, Tammy do cuss offline. I'll, I'll be the first one to say that. <laughs> she said they talk about that holier than thou. She can like be holier than thou. She didn't call me. She didn't. She didn't curse me out in every language. I can guarantee but, you that. But you heard. But but it got your attention, and you heard it, didn't you? See, I only cussed people who need to be cussed at. I did. Tammy, you know what? I, I you know the one thing I only regret, and I said I wouldn't go here, but I'm, I'm gonna go here. You know, the only thing I, I, I regret in our friendship over the years is that you never had the chance to have that cup of coffee on the patio with Nan. I know it. Me too. Me too. I think I think about that quite often. Because I think that, and, and you know what, that's, that's kind of what it meant that about Time, you guys, time is, you don't know the time nor the day nor the hour, and you may be missing people that you need something from. You need something from. To be honest with you, and I'll tell you this, Rodney, like, they talked about it a lot, and, you know, she's talked to Nan, and, like, like Nan really knew her, and... They talked about having this coffee on a patio and me going somewhere and staying in a hotel and they just have girl time. 
So I'm like, wow. So I just like kick me out like that. But that's the type of that's the type of friendship they had. Yeah. That's, that, and I'll say this. I, I just yeah. If Trent, I don't know which friend, book it was, but your the I remember reading, and I don't know if you remember this, but it was as if your mom came alive to me when I read. I think it was the four horses. Maybe it was that one. But and I read this book, you guys, in one evening. I think in what about two hours, Trent? Maybe hour and a half, two. Yeah, about about two hours. About two hours. I could not. So if you're looking for a good book to read and a real life occurrence, just real people. But it was just. And I know it was the four horsemen, but I promise you, the book probably should have been Nan. Like. I don't know, but it was as if you get this picture of a of, of a woman that has such strength. Like really, like I'm like, how do you do this? Because I would have said it off about three, four, five times. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. and then you know that you just feel, even though it's coming from you, it's as if her hands had the pen. It was her story. I appreciate that. And so you feel this strength that, I don't know, it's hard to describe. So you just have to get the book yourself, people. Trent, tell them how to get it because we're I'm not telling sell, you, we're I, not I selling read books it. Here, we're, not, we're, not, we're not selling books I, here. This is, and this is our show. If, so if, if anybody contact Tammy or Rodney about the book, hey, just send them your information and I'll just send the book to them. It's not about selling the book. So. I don't want them to, see, I don't want see, to you know what I'm saying? See, I, I don't want to come across they ain't, they, No, no, I disagree because this is a new Tammy. We, we, stuff ain't free. Folks paying for McDonald's. <laughs> they paying for the club. They paying for weave and eyelashes and red bottom shoes. They can pay for the roof. <laughs> Trent, but Trent, I got to no. agree with Tammy. Uh, and to Mary both too. We, got, we all agree with Tammy. Nah, baby, okay, no more right. free. You could donate if if it ain't got to be fifteen, twenty dollars. You can, but they can give some. They can pay shipping and handling or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anybody listen to Tammy? If anybody listen to, to to Rodney and Tammy's show, it's totally fine. And just get in touch with Rodney or, or Tammy. They know how to get in touch with me directly, and y'all can get eBooks or something. I mean, you know. Well, you send out books to me and Rodney sell them. Just send us the free book. Tell me how many books. Tell me how many books you have. Of what? I don't have any of your books. Exactly. Get out of here. I you didn't. You if you. Now, because now you you didn't give me one. I read it because you bought it with you. You didn't have any that I knew of, but that we're not talking about that. We're trying to get paid here. So you send the book to us, and then Rodney and I will sell. And that, that should tell you, listeners. Like I never was on this journey to get paid. I was just giving books away. Well, you didn't give me one. Because <laughs> like I mean, you're you're too close to the story. Trent, I don't have one for Christmas. Is next week. I'm gonna send, I'm gonna send you one, Rodney. But Tammy, don't have me. You know, write the story of Romello and Tammy, and I'm gonna leave it at well. that. You got as long as you don't, as long as you don't give them away for free. <laughs> You're a mess, Tammy. 
Hey, man, you oh, guys man. always lift my spirits. I really appreciate you guys. Hey, man. Play that Anytime, song for me, brother. please. Play, play that ending of the song for me, please. I'm going to go back to mute. Play, play the ending we of got... the song. Is that still the, <laughs> that still the song? Yes, sir, it is. I appreciate you, man. We... I appreciate your time. All right, brother. We appreciate we appreciate you too. Hang in there, stay strong, and 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 hey, do do something with what you're going through because it's that's that's what it's all about. I got a half a book sitting on my desk. All right. <laughs> appreciate you. Hey, thanks, all man. Right. Terry, I'm 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 just gonna end with this. Um, a lot of things uh, cross my mind, like every time. You guys had said something, but I'm going to go back to um, the grieving, um, and and I'm just going to leave everybody with this. For me, um, I I haven't lost a parent. Um, Probably the closest person that I've lost is um, my grandmother, my mom's mom, and that was back in 2010. Um, mostly because um, that that one probably hit the hardest uh, because I lived with her until I was twelve. Uh, we all lived together, but here's here's what I have found in in dealing with people and dealing with loss. Um, because when I think about Trent. And some of our other listeners um, and the losses that we the that we've had um, in 2019, um, I think about people like Dale, um, who we lost this year. I think about Bo, um, who, who who was who was a big part of the show. And one of the things that always helps me is number one. I don't hold grudges. It, I, I just don't have the energy, and, and I don't have the the tolerance with myself to hold grudges against people. And I accepted a long time ago that people are going to say things, people are going to do things. You can't control them. You're you're never going to see betrayal coming. You're never going to see somebody saying something inappropriate, like doing something inappropriate. Like you're you're never going to see these things coming. When somebody hurts you, you're never going to see it coming, right? And so when it does, you know, the natural reaction is to, you know, get upset, you may have some words for the person, you may react in a certain way, but forgiveness is a very powerful tool. And as we as we continue to live our lives, I hope everybody remembers that nothing is worth you never speaking to somebody again. It's just not worth it. it, especially if the person is close to you. And even if you don't 
even if something happens and you don't have the same relationship that you once did, any room in your heart to walk around hating people forever. And that's why I like when Tammy told Trent, focus on the memories. Because if you live your life the right way, and if you live even in your mistakes, if you live your life the right way, or if your heart is always in the right place, regardless of what happens, you always have a lot of positive memories to go back to. And think on those things. Forgive people, and then you don't have to sit around worrying about what happened or how wrong they did you. Forgive people. And learn to be appreciative. A lot of times we want to be right instead of do right. Focus on the doing right part. The right thing to do is to forgive people. The right thing to do is when somebody's on your heart to call them, text them, email them, whatever the case may be. Don't let moments go by and turn them into missed opportunities. Take the time to be thankful. If you're if your parents are here while your parents are here, be thankful. My mom and I did not have the the best relationship when I was growing up. In fact, when I was 12, my mom said to my dad, if you want him, you can have him because I don't want him anymore. And to a lot of people, that sounds like a very um, hateful thing or, or a very bad thing. My mom and I have a great relationship today. We don't call each other every day. We don't talk every day. But we have a great relationship. And now that Nadia is here, my mom calls me more than she ever has. But we, but we call each other. I don't, I don't ever go back home and not see my mom unless, she, unless it just doesn't work out that way. But it's never well. She did this or she did no. Because that's still my mom. And if you see my mom and I together, you'll never think that. Things were so tough growing up. But when I was about 18 or 19, I realized why I had the relationship with my siblings and my parents that I did growing up. It had nothing to do with them. It had nothing to do with me. But there was a purpose that God had for me and I could not get too close because I would have gotten stuck and would not have gone on to do the work that he asked me to do. So I really believe God created the separation or the division when I was growing up. And as I got older and I matured and was able to walk and do the things that I believe God wanted me to do, Now, the relationship that I wanted with my siblings and my parents, I have that relationship with them today. So, again, focus on the positive things. Even in the Bible, it says focus on things that are true, things that are are of good report. When When you look at people, 
try to look at the good. Try to see the positive. And if you have to walk away, <clears throat> walk away, but don't walk away with hate in your heart. Don't walk away with malice in your heart. It's not worth it. Even if you guys, even if it's your best friend and you are no longer best friends, you don't, <clears throat> you don't have to hate the person. And stop letting people or their words or their actions control your moods <clears throat> or your attitude. Stop letting something that somebody says at 6 o'clock a.m. determine how you are at 6 o'clock p.m. There's plenty of work to do while we're here. Don't let anybody steal that from you. Things happen. And like Trent said to the the young man earlier, excuse me, take the time that you need. Don't let anybody dictate your pace. I remember... I was uh, watching this um, sports show one time, and they were, <clears throat> excuse me, they were talking about Kobe Bryant, and Kobe said one of the things that always helped him out, no matter how close <clears throat> excuse me close the game was, no matter how fast the game was moving, he always was able to slow the game down in his head. Do that with your own life. No matter what's going on, make things work for you. <laughs> Excuse me, Tammy, that's all I have. Um, gosh, I don't know what, what, how are we for time. Um, I guess I'll, I'm, I'll read this next time. But as we talk about, um, you talk about unforgiveness and that, um, and we've talked about grief as well, so I'm going to say this. And it might sound a little harsh, but that's okay. You know, there are people that we have, for whatever reason, decided not to talk to, we don't want to talk to, we don't talk to. And I'm not saying that that's not okay, because I do I do believe that there are certain people, I shouldn't say certain people, but there are people in everybody's life that, just does not bring out the best in them. Um, or there's something going on within within us that helps to create that friction. I have some people like that in my life that I've decided to um, just kind of disconnect myself, especially during this time of growth, because I just realized it has to happen. Um, however, if there's anybody that you can cut off in this life, like that is that that that's living, that's still living, I ask this question: If if that person passed away, and their funeral was next weekend, would you go? And if your answer, and be real here, and if your answer is yes, you would go. Then my question would be why. 
Because if you can't celebrate the life, don't celebrate the death. And there's so many things that we get out of this Bible to the point where we celebrate the death of people more than we do the, the life when it's here. Like we love them when they're gone. And that's why I can say to Trent, you loved your mama while she was here and you showed it. Mm-hmm. You gave up you and your life as a young man. You plenty you could have been doing. And there were times where I know you, you questioned, like, where is my help? And the answer is you are your help. God is your help. God sent you. Because he could have sent Bobby and Bobby would have came over here and not took care of man like Trent did. You have to get to a place where you embrace life, the life that's happening around you before you, and be wise enough to know who to cut off and how, and know your why. And then if you if you need to go back, go back. But you go back where your spirit is not moved. But you have to equip your spirit to be in that manner. You have to grow yourself. Because otherwise, like the Bible says, if you see two people arguing or having this thing, think of both of them as two fools because you don't know who's right. You don't know the story. So they both fools to you. There's so much that the Bible says that we we have been confused about. I challenge anybody listening to look up the, 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 the books of the Bible that were not particularly the Gospel of Thomas, it will blow your mind in relation to what's inside of you, how what you believe manifests, your, the power of intention, the, the power of your faith. A lot of the stuff not happening for us because we don't have the faith of the mustard seed, yet we talk about this Bible. This Bible says if you have the faith of a mustard seed, and we were taught to see that as, as it reads. So when we think we have it and these things are not manifesting around us, we can just be honest about it. That creates doubt in our mind. You got to read this thing for yourself. I just had a man tell me a couple of days ago about this younger generation being wiser. The Bible says they're going to they're gonna be um, wiser. They're going to, how did he say it, um, weaker but wiser. And I'm like, wiser? Really? Where did he say that at? So he sent me to <laughs> Second Timothy. I, and I'm like, I haven't read Second Timothy many times over. Let me go back and read it again. And, and it ain't say no such a thing. But am I going to sit there and argue him? No, because that's what he believes. But I'm telling you, what I'm believing now is what I'm reading and what I'm getting. It ain't about grandmama them, mama them, auntie them. This is about me and God. And so you got to go within. You got to go. Believe those verses. Like I said, Steve probably said, I'm just crazy enough to believe what God said. And I'm believing on this side. That greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, that I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. No weapon formed shall prosper. You you believe how you 
want it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna start thinking that all of this is for my good, for my benefit. If I just believe in the in, in the God who we say sent his son Jesus to die for us. Like what else is there to do? So if we got a hard time right now, so be it. So be it. Let's go through it. Let's embrace it. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do it. If this is what life has put before me, let's do it. So let's just stop playing. Let's just let's just stop playing with ourselves. Because the minute you stop playing with yourself is the minute that you let people stop playing with you. Is the minute that you will, as the dog joke about the planes, you will open the door real quick and push the dog out the plane. So that you could fly. You could take the plane off autopilot and you can fly. But see, we just sitting back. Pity party. Woe it's me. Why me? When you're not doing anything to grow. You're lying to yourself about who you are, where you are, what you want, how you're going to get it. So... Rodney, it's been great. I'm glad we came back. I know people are going through this time, this season. Uh, I see so many people that are just, now I, I kid you not, you guys, people watch. People watch, and you will see the pain, the hurt, the depression, the stress that we as a people are accumulating. I saw a video where a young girl walked into a hospital and jumped on a girl that was in the hospital about something she said. And Foods was walking behind her to record it. Come on, y'all. Come on. This girl had to fight naked because she she in the hospital. She ain't got clothes on. She's chilling out. Come on. You got (laughs) Foods that will go. No, you, you mean tell me nobody thinks girl, no, don't do this. And you're going to have a man that's twice my age going to tell me talking about the Bible say they grow wiser. If that's wise to hell, I'm trying to see where. Because somebody going to say, no, girl, you can't go in the hospital and, and jump on this girl. But they ain't saying that. They recording it. <laughs> you going to tell me that they wiser? Come on. Rodney, I'm serious for you to say. But come on now. We, this, this is the kind of stuff we're dealing with. The, the the police officer who just slammed the baby on the floor twice. And if you watch the video, they just walking down the hall. I'm sure the little boy was saying something. But you big grown police officer, you done been trained for this, that this kid can say something to you that makes you just wow. stop walking and pick him up <clears throat> and do it not once but twice. Mm. Come on. We we are at the tip of breakdown. That's why it's so easy for a grown man to do a 10, 12-year-old little boy this way, that you are three, four times his size. I would jack him up in the collar, yeah, put him on the wall. But then you turn around mm-hmm. the same system, and he's not in jail, but the same system, if they saw me doing my, that to my child to keep him out of jail, I would be in jail. 
for child abuse. <laughs> so what's taking them so long to arrest him? But we got to start speaking up on shit like this. We got to speak up. And we got to call it what it is. We say the yeah. wrong thing. We say the right thing to the wrong people. And you, you ain't, when last time y'all heard something about Black you Lives Matter? Them. When last time we heard anything about Black Lives Matter? We ain't going to hear until another right. black life is taken. But they don't want to mm-hmm. talk about that. But if if you down for the ministry, you down for whether it's going down or not. If that's your passion, that Black Lives Matter, you don't stop talking when black people ain't getting killed because you know it's coming. It's set up that way. So you do the work mm. while you got more time to do it. Stop trying to just show the highlights and be in the highlights like you th- like you threw the ball. You want to stand down there like you was a quarterback. Just as long as I'm in, the, I'm in, the, I'm on the tape. Ain't did nothing. <laughs> Back over to you, Ronnie. Go ahead and close out. We'll see you guys next year. Remember to write the oh. number down. Oh my goodness, Tammy, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that we did this, um, uh, this last show for for 2019. Uh, Always, always great to to hear from Trent and have him on. <clears throat> I'm excited for uh, <laughs> the shows to come, um, just because I know that they are going to be meaningful, and I believe that they are going to help some <clears throat> somebody or some people. Um, but definitely looking forward to that. Thank you guys for tuning in with us tonight. <clears throat> always. Uh, good to have your support. Um, as Tammy just said, this this is our last show for 2019. But for those of you guys who have been uh, riding with us um, since the very beginning, even before I joined the show, which I think was about two years after Tammy had been on, but thank you guys who have, who have always been there, who have always been supporting us. Uh, we, we really do appreciate it. But until January, we hope that you guys uh, stay blessed. We hope that you have a um, happy holidays, whatever you choose to do. And we will definitely see you in 2020. Good night, everybody.
somebody keep telling me don't hang around. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. 